nerd soul. Okay, when the ruthless forces of the mother world threaten a quiet farming village on a distant moon, a mysterious outsider becomes its best hope for survival. Mm-hmm. Late ill kid at one yosa holding down, bringing that street geek and nerd soul. Like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell. Let's go look, check. And we talking about Rebel Moon, y'all. Part one, a child of fire. That's right. A child of fire. You best believe that. You know, burned. Alright. From the youth. All the way back when uh she was a but a bitty child. Alright. A child of war alright that's right we talking about that rebel moon baby and today we're not up by ourselves no 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 we're not by ourselves y'all we gonna be kicking it we got Jay Shear coming through so everybody hit that link below make sure that you check him out OG55 all them out there chilling doing their thing kicking it and you know just having a good time talking about comics and Disney and a whole bunch of other cool stuff it's super duper fun like don't sleep but Look, we got uh, some folks that we got to talk about in uh, the Rebel Moon, and I'm going. I'm going. You know what? I'll start off with the movie in general. I think that's what I think that's what I'll do. I'll do the movie in general, then we'll throw it to the homie Jay, and then I'll come back and get some specifics on some of the people, and then I think, yeah, I think that's how I'll roll it. You know what I'm saying? In in general, and oh, so you know, I'm getting full spoiler. I mean, it's on Netflix, y'all. It's been out for like a week now. Like, there's no reason that y'all should be sitting around like, yo, man, huh? how you gonna do me like that, son? That ain't even right. I don't even know how you gonna say something happened in the movie. I ain't seen it yet. Nah, 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 nah. We gonna talk about this just like any old other movie that you've seen before. I don't wanna hear no excuses because you know that you don't already watch it or you got access to watch it so i rebel moon when it was pitched or when it was when it was announced um you know netflix getting this deal with Zack snyder there was a lot of hype around it there was a lot of people like oh snap like yo there's a there's a new movie it's Zack snyder and it's netflix and netflix is going to let him have his creative autonomy and you know do what he wants to do and go to creative lengths that he hasn't gone before and he'll have all the the access and the ability and the the uh the leeway that he wasn't given when he had his hands on the dc properties under warner brothers so you know a whole bunch of especially a whole bunch of the snyderverse folks was happy they was like oh snap son Zack snyder doing it big baby oh yeah we gonna get this they was hype you know they was living it up and i was like all right cool you know when we when i heard something i was like okay so this was originally this started out in its infancy as a pitch for a star wars film and like it's grown and then he said that this was kind of his star wars and his take on star wars and like how you know star wars and his mind would work and stuff so i was like oh snap okay all right it's gonna be like an epic all right what up all right so sound pretty cool you know space future stuff fighting you know good guys bad guys bullets and stuff i mean hey i'm in so we get the trailer and i was super blown away i was down for it first trailer especially when we found out it was going to be two parts and they were going to come so close together 
because you know you know usually you gotta wait a long time you know what i'm saying so seeing this i'm like oh snap so okay we we not only getting a two-parter but the, you ain't gotta wait you know four five years for the next part it's coming soon so i was like all right we're at rebel moon all right let's see what it's about let's you know let's get some more information and we've we've seen at least some of their um some of their materials from like uh actors and stuff talking about it so i was generally plussed on it um from the beginning like i was i was super hype about it i was positive i was ready to see what was going to come especially you know it's been a while since Zack snyder has been able to do something completely on his own without at least seemingly without anyone on his back to say you know you can't do this or you can't do that and you gotta stop this you gotta stop that so i was like hey man look it's gonna be all good now shoot i mean hey now nobody can stop him we are gonna get the full breadth of the Zack snyderian talent and i watched the film and generally think it's cool it's not bad for I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I don't think it's bad for a Netflix film at all. And here's what I mean by a Netflix film. This movie comes off... It reminds me of like the real dope movies that you got when you were at Blockbuster. Like You kind of saw a movie. It's like, oh man, the cover looked kind of dope. I hope it works out. Let me rent this. And you rent it. You're like, oh man, this was like, hey man, this joint is kind of cool. That's how I feel. Now... Do I think that this movie met the hype that Netflix was trying to push it for? I don't know. I don't know on that one. I won't say that because it's not that I don't like the movie. I'm excited to see what the next part brings because I'm hoping that the next part fills out a lot of what I think was left kind of left either on the cutting room floor or left for later to kind of fill in those gaps because... This movie, one thing that really, I guess, threw me is the the kind of shortcuts it takes narratively in this film. Um, there's it. They take a lot of shortcuts on the, I guess you could say, the relationships that people have with one another, um, the stage or the the, I guess, the mindset of the villagers also kind of like the the mindset of the mother world i guess uh, army or agents or whatever they're kind of like hey these people are bad these people are good and you need to care because the movie said so and that's something that i think it kind of took those shortcuts where i don't think we have enough groundwork laid to take those or make those kind of shortcuts you know what i'm saying um i don't i don't think we i don't think we know enough about these characters or this world and maybe if we had a situation where there was like a maybe like a a 30 minute short um that preceded this like maybe three three to six months ago or maybe like uh a free digital comic that came out that kind of broke down the world and stuff but i mean honestly what we get is just like the opening the opening sequence where we're hearing from um the jc droid you know basically like a, a quick a quick rundown of the world and and kind of like the 
the the surrounding universe or i guess you could say and it's cool but it you know like saying like on the mother world you know 1000 kings ruled and letting let you know like this one king died and since then it's been like you know it's been going downhill and i'm like yeah that's cool but it also y'all kind of just speed past that and that's something that i thought was kind of like uh y'all could have tried to make me care a little bit more um because it's kind of like hey there's despair and just care about it because there is um now on the visual side bruh it's Zack snyder you know you know it's going the movie's going to look good i mean for the most part due to the artistic not not only the artistic ability but the creativity matched with the the unique i guess the unique reach of special effects whether it be makeup practical or or um computer generated things should look good you know what I'm saying as long as they're not rushed like this movie looks slick it looks good it it looks like a Zack Snyder film um and I don't think that there's a Zack Snyder film out there that particularly looks bad now he does do a lot of drab stuff and this movie does come off drab but it kind of makes sense in this you know in this uh in this context you know you got this world where everything's going bad the mother world you know is is bearing down on everyone and ever since ever since the last king that was talking about you know having this this daughter that was going to be like the 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 compassion or the 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 peace that would come through and come about after when his daughter was you know was grown that was lost you know what i'm saying so that possible peace that possible compassion has been i guess replaced with nothing but hard um you know pain and you know just tyranny over everyone and it it's expected that this would go this way to such a warrior like people but i still think we needed more um kind of interpersonal relationships that could make me care about someone so for instance um the 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 main guy that comes in and sorry i'll i'll use i'll use his name real quick uh just to before we get into everyone else i'll i'll say uh the main guy who is uh noble um he comes in and basically we don't really know much about him he's kind of weird and they set him up awesome in his opening um, which we'll get to a little bit later we set him up awesome in the opening but after that it's just like well he's bad he's bad because he's bad and we don't really get anything further from that we see him being nefarious but we at, at least in this situation of a netflix movie where you have way more control than what i would at least assume you would on a normal studio type of film uh, because netflix kind of pushes this uh this notion that they work they move different they work different i was expecting to get a little bit more of his you know his uh outlook his experience his perspective on why he needs to be like this or why it's like this or if it's like that just because it's like that show him imparting that into his troops we don't really get much of that and i think that's something else that comes off weird to me about this movie is that this movie is not a short movie this movie is a uh, two hours two like 
two hours, 20 minutes or something like two hours, 15 minutes, something like that. Um, and I feel, hmm, maybe I can't put my finger on it. Okay, this movie is at two hours and 15 minutes. It seems like I still didn't really get enough to care about the people that are fighting for their lives at the farming village or care enough about the people that are coming to kill them either outside of like yo this just looks cool you know what i'm saying it's new it looks cool let me check it out kind of thing um and i think i think i'll leave my thoughts right there for right now and i'm gonna throw it over to uh jay shearer get his thoughts because i don't hate this movie i don't want people thinking that i, I dislike the movie i think the movie's cool and i do want to see more but i think there was a lot of a lot of shortcuts taken and i want to see that kind of tidied up in the second one even though the second one's already shot so who knows but of course jay come on big man take it away a lot of people are going to say this about rebel moon but i think it's very true it is Zack Snyder's version of Star Wars. It has all of the Zack Snyder-y things that you expect, a cut that's way too short and you can't wait for the longer cut to come out. It has all the things you'd expect from Star Wars, like pretty cheesy dialogue throughout and cheesy elements, especially the original trilogy. It's very original trilogy-esque in nature. But if you combine those two things, it has some really great moments. And then some moments that I would say are like, oh, that could have been vastly improved. Overall, though, I do think it's a really good addition to the Netflix catalog. Um, if you are a Netflix subscriber, I think it's well worth your watch, unless you just do not like Zack Snyder, and in which case, like, you probably won't like this. I will say for me, it reaches levels of good but maybe not great except that i think that the extended cut his director's cut which they'll release at some point will likely earn an extra point on a one to ten scale so i think right now i would say it's probably a seven and a half it has moments of four it has moments of probably nine and overarchingly i'm interested in seeing the longer cut and I'm interested in seeing what the next film, which is coming up like pretty quickly in April or whatever, I'm pretty interested in seeing all of those things. So I like it. I don't love it, but I'm looking forward to more. And yeah, there you go. See, Jay is around where I'm at. Um, like, I don't, I don't love it. I do like it. There are, there are things that I do like about this that I think are really, really cool and that really stand out and make me say man i'm glad we got this um because it's something new a new territory to go into and new interesting characters i also have moments in there like he says <laughs> moments when it gets into a four and i'm like yeah yeah there's, there's some four moments um but I, right now i'll get into some stuff that kind of stood out to me in the film um at the very beginning Am I tripping or just the space the space rift that opens up like I guess from like hyperspace? Is that me or does that look like a like a uh a, a body part? Because with uh, maybe my mind, maybe my mind wilding. All right, but when I saw that thing open up, I was like, uh, is that 
<laughs> what I think it is, because <laughs> I know that. <laughs> but, you know, maybe I'm just crazy. Maybe my mind just stupid. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then continuing on that whole the love train, when the dude was like, eat, drink, and be merry, the, um, the uh i can't remember his name the guy that ran the uh the guy that ran the village not uh not gunner but the other guy that ran the village where he was like basically like look i want y'all to eat drink and um you know have love for one another you know what i'm saying that's, that's, that's all i'm saying he was like but i mean look we a village we gotta the next generation they gotta be made so you know you gotta do things but <laughs> um it's it, it's something that just stood out to me that was like kind of funny. Um, also, um, the the moment where uh, Cora saying that uh, as a child of war, family was beaten out of her. I was like, that's interesting because if family, because we could always see it in the other way of if family was beaten out of you, would you not? be more prone to like welcome that again if if it seems genuine and it does seem that these people in this village are genuinely opening their arms to you like they're they want you to be there they they're not treating you like an outcast thing wouldn't that wouldn't that feel maybe familiar or something that is uh nostalgic to you that is a positive but maybe maybe i'm tripping you know what i'm saying um the whole meeting between uh what is it uh not gunner well i guess gunner was there but basically the the main villain who is noble uh coming up and that whole walk that they had you know when they first you know when they first landed and <laughs> that whole thing about let's walk and get a drink of ale the the intensity and the I guess you could say suspense on that whole walk that they had all the way up to the um I guess the 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 I, the mess hall I guess or the, the 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 festival house or whatever they want to call it I really wish we could have held that kind of suspense for the rest of the film um I think we lose a lot of it after that um I would have loved to see you know the the farmers in more stressful situations or either um more troops or the i guess the the leadership of the the, the motherland you know as in with some more suspense or some more uh high stakes because there does i guess there is a level of suspense that I think the mother world could really kind of, I guess, exhibit through their own inner workings because it doesn't seem like everybody in the mother world is like down with one another. So they could have easily set it up in a situation like, um, like the Injustice League or something like that, where you know, kind of like Joker and you know, like like the Joker and Lex Luthor do not get along, you know. Um, Vandal Savage and, and um, you know like uh, uh, I can't uh, like Bane aren't like best of friends like that kind of thing where it's like we're all on the same side to a certain degree but there's a lot of backbiting and there's a lot of you know jockeying for, 
for position. Maybe that could have helped out. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it could have. Um, another thing that stood out to me is about Cora, the character in the storehouse. Uh, that fight scene where she comes through with a hatchet, I thought that was awesome. I really did. Now, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit later when I talk about the character, but I thought that fight scene was great. And in addition to that, all of the fight, like the showdown in the cantina, I thought was awesome. Um, uh, even the the uh, scene where Balasaurus found uh, Korra, and um, what is it? And uh, we see her kind of growing through the mother world and becoming like a like a stronger and, and more like proficient uh, agent or killer or soldier or whatever. All of those shots. That, I mean, it's Zack Snyder, man. It's it's battles with Zack Snyder. Come on, bro. You know he's gonna kill that. So he killed all that. Um, even even the fighting, even the fighting with uh, Tarak um, and uh, the like the um, the bird that he flew on. I cannot remember the name of the bird. I apologize. Sorry, y'all. You know now, but I thought that was awesome. Um, the the brother and sister Darian and Devra. Unfortunately. Bruh, come on. Did Darian really have to die? Come on now. But Darian and Devra, I love that. Like I I think it's a missed opportunity for us to get more, but I mean, hey, it is what it is. The brother gone, unfortunately. Um But Noble at the end finding out that there's this kind of like weird Neuralink thing. I'm like, whoa, hold up. You're you're throwing you're dropping this on us at the end, which I think is cool, but I think that could have been used narratively in a very cool way earlier in the film um knowing that the mother world is like beyond death or something like that you know that could bring in a whole nother like a whole nother flavor during during the film because i feel like we did a lot of rushing in this movie but i don't feel like we got a lot done narratively if that makes sense maybe i'm not articulating myself well enough and maybe jay will uh circle back and throw something something in the comments but for a two-hour movie it seems like we left a lot of stuff out that either, you know, like he said, a director's cut or, or maybe maybe we were just spending so much time hopping from planet to planet. We didn't really spend any time with the the actual members. And when I say the actual members, I mean like um, like uh, Kai or Korra or um, Gunner or um, Tarak or um uh, general titus like that like it's almost like he's like a footnote for two seconds like it's, there's a lot of stuff even even nemesis who's like super cool but it's it, we once again we get all of this cool stuff but it's like it's like hurry up because we're getting to the end kind of thing and maybe maybe it's maybe i'm tripping but that's how it came off to me it's like it's like just hurry up don't worry about that there's all the, these cool people just hurry up and that's how it came off to me in that instance now, I'm going I'm to spend a couple seconds, you know what I'm saying, and go through these characters, you know, say a couple things that I like or dislike about them real quick, you know what I'm saying, because we, we've been in here, we've been talking for a minute, so I ain't going to hold y'all forever, even though, I mean, I guess I could go, really go as long as I want. I mean, y'all got pause. It's YouTube. Y'all can pause it, watch it tomorrow, watch it next week, watch it next year. I mean, y'all can do whatever. Y'all can watch it while you're in your, I mean, listen while you're in your car, listen at work, you know what I'm saying? You, you got a pause button, use it. But anyway... I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start off with Sophia Butella, and I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. I apologize if I'm not. As Cora, now 
This is nothing against Sophia Butella. I think she's awesome. She's cool. Stuff I've seen her in is really dope. But once again, I implore you, Hollywood, after seeing Wonder Woman and after seeing Black Panther, there are numerals of women. It, trust me, it's a, it's a reference. Just numerals is funny to me and like a few few people. Just it's they'll get it. But there there are many women that are larger and uh, have larger muscles and can look like they can actually throw a man around. This is nothing against Sophia. She's just not that big. But after seeing the Amazons, after seeing the Dora Milaje, there's women out there that are tall and big, like muscu muscular big. Cast them. Like, and this is nothing against Sophia because she's a cool actress. I think she's cool. But I just, it's like, yo, like, we, okay, for instance, they did this video for, um, they did this video on YouTube showing the male actors and what they did to work out to get in shape for their roles, whether it was um, uh, Charlie Hunnam for uh, Kai or uh, Ed, uh, Ed Screen. I hope I didn't screw that up, but Ed Screen for Noble. Um, also, uh, uh, was uh, Stars for, uh, for um, Tarak, you know, and, and showing, um, also showing uh, uh, Ray. And, and how he got big. So, like, there's there's like these cool things that it's like, oh, it's showing these guys like really, really working out, really like bringing it, right? And like, then you have our star, you know, our star lady, the leading lady, and she doesn't look that built. And I know, I know, like, for most people they're like hey man look she's the star just let it be the star but it is also kind of hard seeing where you have the the male characters that are either weaker or stronger than their opponent and you see them struggling and then you don't see her struggling that way it's like well you could have casted a woman that we've now seen either on wonder woman or in the door Malaysia. you could have casted one of those women that have the stature that make them look like they can throw men around it's i i, I don't know but cora getting past that cora as a character i think is cool i want more of her the her being a foundling similar to din Djarin, her being well uh, yeah it's similar to Din Djarin, but you know not in that way like the the Mandalorians didn't make Din Djarin a foundling like, like uh, Balasaurus made her a foundling but anyway or I guess the mother world did but I love the character of Korra all the characters like that and I mean I, I know they gotta go through crazy adversity so I know it's not good to you know I know it's not good to be in that situation but her as a character I think is awesome I think we got a lot of her backstory that was interesting and pertinent to why she feels how she feels, why she kind of like went out the blue and why her gun is so different as well. Um, I wanted to get this kind of treatment for the villagers as a whole. And when I say the villagers as a whole, um, back when I was reviewing uh, Rogue One, 
uh, I made a statement similar to, and I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember exactly how I said it, but what I was meaning was, um, I don't really feel like I got to know any of the particular characters that much, but I do feel like the movie did a great job of characterizing the rebellion and characterizing the empire at that moment in time. Like, I don't, I never really got the gist that they were characterizing, you know, uh, you know, any of the, I mean, maybe K2SO and, um, ah, man, I'm forgetting his name now, Andor, but outside of those two, I didn't really feel like we got to know anyone else. Like, we kind of got like, hey, this is the guy over here, this guy over there, he's kind of with the force, and don't ask no questions because we about to fight. But I do think the characterization of the rebellion was done extremely well. And I think we could have characterized the farmers or that village in a similar way. Because once she leaves the village, we never cut back. It's like, psh, whatever. I mean, they, they there. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, we see them when we see them. And I was hoping that we would have cut back to see kind of what they do what what is their mindset now that we have all of these dead soldiers and we know that they ain't got no problem killing us and stuff those kind of things also having the robot just splitting me out you know what i'm saying also any kind of infighting or arguing over cora had to come save what is the girl's name was it eris i think it's eris cora had to come save eris why ain't nobody else come ain't nobody else come save that girl Y'all heard her screaming. Y'all ain't y'all ain't got no ears. You know what I'm saying? Core the only one that can hear. Y'all deaf now. Y'all had on earmuffs. You know what I'm saying? So what what about that? You know, like any kind of animosity with you know, like nothing. But for character, for Cora as a character, I dug the way she moves, the way she acts, the way she uh relates, especially the line from the trailer that we get, of course, in the movie, where uh uh Greg uh general talks about he can't get redemption and she said well what about revenge now that i was like that's what i'm talking about let's go so cora i'm digging her that's how i feel about her cora's awesome do i think we could have got a like a, a bigger bulkier stronger lady yes you know what i'm saying i mean hey look y'all got acting classes grab one of these women that's boxing or in the mma or something grab one of them and teach them to get them to act now at the same time this is not gonna work for everybody everybody that's a good fighter can't act but i'm just saying look shoot steven cigar still making movies <laughs> oh boy anyway uh i want to talk about uh kai too uh kai is a character that really did catch me off guard like because in this i felt this way about another character in another tv show uh, well, this isn't a TV show, but in a TV show where at first I was like, oh, this guy is going to double cross them. But after this person had like two or three times where he could have and he didn't, I was like, oh, well, he's good then. And I was like, nah, 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 nah. Don't never, uh-uh. Don't never trust that boy. Nah. See, see, Kai knew I was going to think he was going to double cross me or double cross me earlier. So when he he was like, nah, I ain't gonna double cross him yet, cause then I'm gonna make I'm make him feel good, make him feel like he's safe. And then boom, booyah, I'm a bad guy. Well, I mean, he's not really a bad guy. He's like just this opportunisty kind of, you know. I mean, who cares? But you know, Kai and the way he was characterized in this, 
awesome. He's very he's he's a very Zack Snyderian Han Solo. I mean, dude was robbing robbing folks that just got killed like two seconds ago. He was like, look, they ain't gonna need this. I mean, I ain't gonna front. If I was living that life, I'd probably rob them too. I mean, they ain't gonna need it where they going. And I mean, it's these are two random dudes at the cantina. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody gonna have no funeral for them. They probably gonna dump them out back or feed them to the hogs or something like that. They, look, hey, look. They ain't gonna need these couple credits. It's a nice jacket. You know what I'm saying? There's a bullet hole in it, but I could get that patched up. You know, <laughs> I mean, hey, why not? They, they ain't gonna need it where they going. So Kai is Kai is a dope character. I think Charlie Hunnam was a great uh, great cast for it. Um, but unfortunately, man, he hurt my feelings when he went bad, man. Hurt my feelings, man. Hurt him real bad, but it's it's all good. Um, Gunner, <sighs> I don't like Gunner as a character. I don't like him. Now I know Gunner comes through for us at the end, but Gunner also got his boy killed. He got the he got the the, the chief killed. So I don't nah. Uh, I look nah. I mean yes, he he you know came through in the end and saved our bacon because we was all about to get that little that thing where it separates your neck. And it kills you or whatever. So, yeah, I, I guess. But they ain't enough. He got their whole straight up life turned upside down when the uh, when the uh, farmer village captain or whatever was killed. Now, the argument could be made that he was going to kill the captain anyway or kill the, the, the village chief or whatever anyway to make a point or to make a statement, which... He probably would have. So I guess in that case, maybe Gunner didn't do anything, but he ain't help. First thing, if I'm if I'm talking, don't be coming in here talking. No, no, we got reserves. Ah, I was trying to see. This was this is your problem. I, you don't have no blood on your hands. See now you got blood on your hands. See me, I know what it's like to be in charge of all these people. I'm trying to do the best I can to get these people off our planet. Well, I mean, I guess they're on a moon. So get, I mean, it's a, it's their, it's a moon, but they're, it's operating as a planet, man. They just living on it. So whatever. Like, I'm trying to get these people off our moon and hopefully they don't kill us. And here you come blabbing your mouth, man, look, Gunner, I ain't got nothing for him, man. Get out of here. Uh, look, I ain't got nothing for him. Um, Let me, let me talk about uh, Noble real quick before I get to the rest of the folks. All right. So Noble is someone who I think is played well. I mean, Ed Screen just has that look like he's just mean and evil, so I guess it works well. He already got a mean look, so <laughs> he just be scowling at folks. But in Rebel Moon, Noble is a character that I think is surrounded by a lot of intrigue, especially when they had the little, the little tentacles and he was like smoking a hookah in his... I don't know, in his chest or something. Then he had tentacles sucking on his body and stuff. I don't, I don't know what kind of weird stuff he into. Getting, getting a little nasty. But I wanted to see more. I wanted to see more of this, this weird kind of individual. And who's chasing us down? Why is he chasing us down? What does he want? How bad does he want it? What is he willing to do to get it? You know what I'm saying? I would have I loved to see more. Like after what went down at, at the, uh, at the I guess like the the meeting house or the, the the dinner mess hall or whatever i would have loved to see more and we kind of just get little cuts of him while we're picking up the rest of the teammates 
And I think that we were shortchanged because I think Noble has way more way more to give. And at first I was thinking, oh man, they kind of killed him kind of fast. But as we can see, apparently he's not killed fast because either they have some kind of like X-Men rejuvenation kind of resuscitation or, or resurrection kind of stuff going on. Or, you know, maybe he's just a clone of himself to remake it. I, I don't know. They didn't really... I mean, I like the fact that they didn't spell it out for us yet. They'll probably spell it out later. But it is weird that he went in this kind of like kind of amniotic sack or something got went to a neural link and talked to that uh uh balisaurus or whatever and then came back so we'll see if he comes back with his all of his memories which i assume he will or if he comes back stronger or something like that because that that was something to drop on us at the end that i thought was really cool and I might have to like watch that scene again and see if I glean any other insight. But I did think as a character, he's cool, but I want more. Um, I definitely want more of him. I, I would have liked to have more of him and less of like, and less of, <laughs> less of Gunner. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Jamin Hansu as General Titus. I, I don't really have no notes because the brother didn't get to do nothing wore a bad wig and got a chance to shoot a couple shoot a couple bullets he didn't really get a chance to get his general on so we don't we don't really know the the levels of strategy that he can bring um and we, we've been told but we haven't been shown what he can do you, that that's it we're told a lot of stuff in this that's that's why i feel like it speeds past because we're told a lot of stuff in this we're, we're not shown anything I mean, it's kind of like, yo, just hurry up and get to the end. But the whole point of him getting washed off and him saying he, he'll come back for revenge and everything, I'm I'm poised to see what he's going to do. I wish we could have got more because this is another character that I think we just fed past and we're just told that he was dope and didn't really get to see him be dope. Um, so there's a character that I want to talk about in Stas's Tarak. And I want to know if I'm tripping. Okay, so Stas Nair, if you look at him, like if you look at him in the um, uh, the YouTube video where they're interviewing everyone and he's sitting with everyone, Stas Nair definitely looks like a very, a very, uh, Taylor complexioned person. And, and I, because when I saw it, I was like, hold up. Because I remember seeing the trailer and I was like, word, they found someone that's like, you know, probably like Persian or something like that or some someone who's like brown. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, okay, cool. You know, I started seeing some interviews and I'm like, um, this dude is uh very fair skinned. And as fair as his skin is in these interviews, it, to me, it's coming off like this brother done browned himself up for the role. And I'm like, uh, are we, are we past this? We're not past this yet. We still, we still doing this. Now, don't get me wrong. I know people gonna come in and be like, yo, man, he's Indian and Russian. So you know, what I'm saying there is some brown in there. I get it. But there are a lot of people that are mixed race and that do not present as brown 
as other people that are mixed race. Um, he he describes himself as half uh, half Malay uh, or Mal- Malayali because I because I started looking up. I was like, uh, ain't this dude white? But he's he's mixed race, so I get it. But in his mixed racedness, in all of his interviews that I've seen. He he don't look it looked like there's a lot of the, the Russian is coming through strong and, and the half Indian is not representing all right if if you look at if you just look up in if you just look up images of him you'll be like yeah he he a lot more brown in the movie a lot a lot more brown but you know aside of that because they did catch me off guard I was like yo this where's this dude at that that's that dude but anyway Tarak I think it's cool. Um, he brings a a flavor that I think the team needs. Um, I think he's a very welcome, maybe maybe solid rock kind of character. Kind of like he seems very very centered and very kind of sure of who he is. Like he was completely fine with being like, "Hey, I'm a prisoner right now. That's what I am." And then when he got out, he was like, "Cool. I know what I'm gonna do when I gotta get out." And he made sure that you know his justice was served when he left. So he seems like he should be or will be kind of like the the solid rock for the team because he doesn't seem easily swayed by you know bullets flying or emotion or whatever. He seems kind of like cool in the moment but not swayed by the moment so i do dig that character the moment with him flying the bird or the super big griffin or whatever it was i thought it was cool it just threw me off when i started seeing interviews and i was like ah this ain't the same dude is (laughs) but taraka's a character is cool we i mean we got probably he's the person that we probably got the most time with in this film outside of Korra. um maybe kai but we actually got to see a little bit more of who he is and his um his kind of like demeanor um what speaking of demeanor um uh, i guess the last person that i'll talk about um is well in depth maybe or i'll kind of sweep across a couple of these people is nemesis who we we got to see a little bit more of that i really enjoyed that whole uh, back and forth with her um and um what is it uh not queen um uh the back and forth between her and the the large spider character yo i thought that was cool and seeing how she was like yo look this i know these people being on your planet has hurt you it has taken away your children and, and whatever but this child i can't let you have this child and her standing on business you know what i'm saying with that and nemesis is awesome i i like like her whole get up the hat the swords like it it's awesome now at the same time them swords mad dangerous just like lightsabers but you know of course this is the Zack snyderian lightsaber so nemesis is cool and seeing that she's at least maybe part cybernetic i think that's an awesome thing to add in there too to see her kind of like play around with that and Maybe we'll see what the rest of her body looks like. Maybe it's a whole bunch of like mechanics up under that. But super cool, man. Like the way she came off was awesome. Um, and then I guess I'll say lastly is well, no, two two more people. 
um, Darian um, and Devra. Bottom line, when your last name is Blood Axe, that's dope already. Darian looks dope. Devra looks dope. Like the face paint, the the, the garb, all that, the super big guns, the, the gloves and all. It's super cool. I feel like it was wasted on one one movie, but dag, do they look cool. Like, I'll, I'll say this. Like, I, look, Zack Snyder will make you look cool, boy. You will, you will look cool with Zack Snyder. Now, I don't know why he had to take an L. I would have loved to maybe have him injured. Maybe his arm is broken and he could be back in the next movie or something. But, man, I don't know why he got to be gone. But, yo, Ray was looking dope in this. And his, his attitude towards... And a perfect example right here. The, Devra and Darian, maybe a scene or two with them outside of meeting with Korra could have helped us better characterize the rebellion in this movie and why it was so important for them to join someone like Korra and help that small moon. You know what I'm saying? Because we kind of get introduced, we hear about them once again, we're told we're not shown. So we're told about them real quick, we meet him real quick, he makes a quick statement and then a couple of people come with him. You know, who wants to go home and who wants to go with me kind of thing. And that was it. But I would have loved to see some more of like Darian and Devra and like maybe drop in or maybe the very tail end of another one of their battles where they did like a supply run and had to take out a mother world baby ship or something because they talked about how all their wins were so strategic. Maybe show some of that. But, you know, once again, that's, you know, it, the movie done now. Um, lastly, uh, one thing that I think we were is a disservice is us not ever checking back in with Jimmy um, at all. We see Jimmy, um, uh, is it Arias? Eris? Eris puts the little crown of flowers on his head. And you see that, I'm guessing, these robots have maybe like the memories or the, I, I don't know what's up with these robots, but these robots are very human. So I don't know if they are putting the the mind and spirit or something of dead soldiers or people that have died or were dying into these robots i don't know but this, or maybe these ais are just super dope but you know it it's you know he is or is given the chance to be what Zack snyder said himself the heart of the movie the only thing is he's not in the movie you know what i'm saying Zack Snyder said he's uh he says a quote from him is Jimmy's really in a lot of ways the heart of the movie he's sort of more human than the humans um and saying that we had to record uh before we shot the movie so we recorded all his dialogue almost like an animated film and then we went back and we did the movie and he did it again so this is a character that you're placing as I mean, we hear his voice at the beginning of the movie. So he's kind of narrating what's going on, talking about what's going on, talking about the queen, the, the era of peace that should have came in. And you see that he's very reflective and very uh, soft and introspective with Eris. And then he disappears. He disappears. We, it, we can't, the mar you can't take the heart of the movie, your self-described part of the movie, out of the movie. And then, like, oh, man. Because Jimmy, 
is dope. That conversation that he had with Eris, maybe if we got like maybe two more conversations throughout the movie with that, and then because then we see him again at the end, and he has gone from the crown of flowers to this crown of like horns and like um like other kind of like a like adornment on on top of the horns. So he's becoming something new. He's becoming something else. He's evolving into something, and. Man, I would have loved to see that. JC is a very interesting character. There's a lot of gold right there. And we just left him out of the movie. But you guys have heard where I've come from. I still dig the movie. I think it's cool. I'm glad we got it. I'm glad we're getting another one. I hope we get a lot of explanation in the next one. Um, I will agree with Jay. This definitely makes sense of, of like a Star Wars from Zack Snyder's perspective. And I think we got all the pieces. I don't think the pieces were arranged in a way that really make me excited, but I think I end up around a seven. This is better than okay, but it's not, maybe maybe like a 6.5. Like a 6.57, it's better than okay, it's better than halfway. Um, but I don't know if it's reaching into that great territory. Great meaning like 8.5, 9, 9.5, 10 kind of thing but i do think i'm around 6.57 like will i watch it again yes will i watch the second part yes but am i am i running out to get like the comic book and the toy and the lunchbox and the t-shirt nah not right now so guys of course holler at me i'm gonna holler at you down in the comments n-e-r-d-s-o-u-l facebook instagram twitter tiktok podcast all that jazz and until the next time that you have to defend your farming community from a whole bunch of vile scum and villainy this is us to you saying peace